This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, overseen by the elders of the Chipman Road Church of Christ in Lee Summit, Missouri. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. We hope you all had a great Christmas. Oh, yeah. And, yeah we haven't seen them since Christmas. We haven't. We've never seen them at all. That's not true. I'm sure we've seen most of the people that, who listen to this podcast. That's true. Maybe we have. But we've not been on the podcast since Christmas. But we hope you had a great Christmas. I know we had a great Christmas. It's just very low-key, chill, lots of I food. I feel like we were very busy. <laughs> well, it was very busy, but for Christmas Eve, like, I didn't leave the house from Christmas Eve after services. Um, when we got home from services, didn't leave again until yesterday. So, that's, yeah. yeah. And pretty much everyone was here that whole time until Andrew and Ariel had to leave. Um, but everybody else stayed the night again. Monday night, yeah. So it was it was a long a long while. A lots time. of food, lots of fun, lots of games, and yeah. So we had we had a wonderful time. But we're ready to talk about another relationship. Actually, we're going to talk about the same one. We're back to Isaac and Rebecca. Yes and no. We had a couple more people. Well, yes. The family grows. That's what happens. It's true. All right, we're going to read Genesis 25, verses 19 through 28. We save you guys a lot of verses, comparatively. <laughs> and these are the generations of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham begot Isaac, and Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah to wife, the daughter of Bethuel, the Syrian of Padanaram, the sister of Laban, the Syrian. And Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife because she was barren, and the Lord was entreated of him, and Rebekah his wife conceived. And the children struggled together within her. And she said, If it be so, why am I thus? And she went to inquire of the Lord. And the Lord said unto her, Two nations are in thy womb, and two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels. And the one people shall be stronger than the other people, and the elder shall serve the younger. And when her days to be delivered were fulfilled, behold, there were twins in her womb. And the first came out red all over like a hairy garment, and they called his name Esau. And after that came his brother out, and his hand took hold on Esau's heel, and when and his name was called Jacob. And Isaac was threescore years old when she bare them. And the boys grew, and Esau was a cunning hunter, a man of the field, and Jacob was a plain man dwelling in tents. And Isaac loved Esau because he did eat of his venison, but Rebekah loved Jacob. All right, and we're going to stop right there, but we... As we go on in the story, we see that Jacob, because he was loved by his mother, she actually helps him trick her father. Yeah. Jacob. Her 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 husband. husband. His father. (laughs) This is the problem. And um, That's the problem? My brain is the problem. I've been struggling. Not their problem. No. Their, Their problem was favoritism and the problems and conflicts that arise because of it. So... Um, but yeah, we see that Isaac loved Esau and Rebekah loved Jacob. And so they're, they sort of divide their own family because of their favorites. favorites. Which is not cool, guys. Basically, if we wanted to sum it all up right here, don't pick favorite kids. Ever. Ever. There's, there, there is a theme in the Bible with that. There are many times where people pick their favorite kids and it always ends up in like generation long wars because the hurts that are i mean like it's one of those things that when the bible was written 
like a lot of times we can just look at it as like facts and we don't think about it all that much about the emotions and the feelings that are involved in those things. But if you stop and think about it in that regard, like these are actual humans with actual feelings, with actual feelings. And so when you see these, um, favorites played, you know, throughout these families, like you can see the hurt that comes from it. And then the actions that kind of, you know, come from their hurt feelings and how it progresses, you know, into more and more hurt is really what it comes down to. So, um, there's a book that we had, well, we still have, and we used to read it when the kids were little, and it was called... I was just thinking about this book while I read, while I read this. Yes. That's it's crazy. called You're All My Favorites, and it's such a sweet book, but it really just goes through and tells how, like, the parents love, it's three little bears, but how the parents love each one differently, differently. because each of them are different, and so to be able to love and value each individual in the family for who they are and what they bring to the family is so important. There's a value in every role. Absolutely. And God, if he wanted us to all be the same, would have created us all the same. But there is value in our differences. And so as parents, being able to look at your children and not pick a favorite, but instead pick your favorite qualities of each of them. And I feel like then, it's really not that complicated. It's, I think it's, I mean, I think we're more in tune with it today than maybe they were well, back in the day. these people were out here having like 50 plus kids, so it didn't really matter all that much. From Yeah, and a lot of times from different wives and, and you know, so that also that would complicate. That is some of the favoritism comes in. You got a favorite wife, she's got your favorite kids. I mean, that's just... But, I mean, honestly, too, like... That's, that's a later topic. They didn't have a lot of time to just sit and contemplate, like, these deep emotional things like we do today because they were, like, surviving. So, you know, it's a little different. Like, Isaac's probably like, Esau brings me food. Like, that that's That is fantastic. exactly what he said. And she just loved Jacob. There's no... Sorry, there's, our animals. There's Gotta actually, be part of it. There's actually no explanation for why she loves Jacob. She just does. She just wanted to be different. I mean, honestly, I think part of it's just written in there that he was... What is your problem? Oh, there's a cat attacking you. That's... Can you go lay down? Go lay down. She is not going or laying down. So, there's the This is one of these moments where we were like, we have the house to ourselves. So, we can do the podcast downstairs. Lies. And then the cats decided to go crazy and the dog does not approve. So... It's just loud. And here. Rosie, don't don't growl at him. He's okay. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh. Don't have favorites. Causes issues. Yes, that they weren't contemplating things like we do today. That's fair. But also. I still feel like it's not that complicated. I think a lot of times, like, it. I mean, if you look at the descriptions we have of Jacob and Esau, it's like Esau is kind of a a man's man, and Jacob is more of like a, a a gentle spirit, if you might put it that way. And so the mom loved that about him. I mean, obviously, we're not told except that he was a plain man and he dwelled in tents. But yeah, so the the dad kind of loved the more you know man's man kind of a kid. But it just creates 
issues and problems and <laughs> heartache. He was more of a nice guy. Yeah. Jacob. Yeah. It's like the nice guy in the pants, man. Yeah. Jacob, I don't know, when we when we go forward into his story, we'll we'll get back to kind of the problems he creates with his, his own family as well. It just doesn't go well. So But it's good <laughs> it's good to remember these things and we can learn from all of these things if That's we why, choose I mean, to. If, it wouldn't be in the Bible if we couldn't learn from it. So Let's yeah. learn from this. Don't pick favorites. It messes up kids forever. It really does. Emotionally. It does. So pick pick favorite qualities for each. And then qualities that each need to work on because there are always those things as well. So as we can... And it will, it will help them grow. And they can't really gain confidence if you're always just like, I wish you were more like your brother. I was, get, I was just getting ready to say that. The whole, like, it's good to have favorite qualities of each, but not to... Like pit them against each other. Yes, I'm so. I love it when you can finish my sentences to help them grow as people and as individuals. You know, like like Lincoln, the kid I I nanny. He's got great manners, and I love that about him. And it's so you know we always encourage that because he'll always say thank you and excuse me, and it's it's really cute. Um, And then the other one, he's very very creative. And it's, he's very, you know, you have to encourage both those things because then they gain confidence in the things that you tell them that they're good at. They become really, really good at them because they're confident. But if you're always like, well, your brother does blah, 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 like then you're kind of pitting them against each other and setting them up to fail. Well, and I think the important thing is to, like you said, praise those things that they're good at. But the standard is not another individual. The standard is to be more godly to be more like Christ and so we using our New Testament can go to the scriptures and be like you know we need to add to your faith virtue we need to go to the Beatitudes and we need to be more like these qualities so that can be the goal as opposed to well your brother does this why don't you do that or your sister does this why don't you do that it can be like oh in the Bible we read we're supposed to be peacemakers we're supposed to be all of these things. So, like, that can be the goal. And so then there's not bitterness that grows towards the other. I do tell Lorenzo, though, because I will I will only ever use the, well, your brother, blah, 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 in this sense. And it's that whatever Lorenzo says, Lincoln's going to do as well. Because he's the older brother. So I always tell Lorenzo, I'm like, Lincoln thinks you are the coolest person on the planet. So whatever you do... Whatever you say, he's going to want to do back. And sometimes that's great, and other times it's not. So I'm always trying to be like, you're setting an example for Lincoln, whether you mean to or not. So like when he runs and jumps off the couch, Lincoln's going to be the next person to do it. And the other day, Lorenzo likes to, when he gets upset with people, he always screams, leave me alone. And we're always trying to tell him that there are nicer ways to say that. And the other day, Lincoln did it for the first time to Lorenzo. Lorenzo was trying to play with him. Lincoln got mad and said, leave me alone. Screamed it at him. And Lorenzo started to cry. And so we had to have the conversation of, well, like, that's what happens when we don't use nice words. Like, because Lincoln, that is where Lincoln's learning it. So, like, if we're using kind words, then, like, Lincoln will use kind words. And so then, obviously, we obviously also had Lincoln apologize. And we told him that that wasn't okay. But it was kind of like a good teaching moment of like, 
well, look, like, he really looks up to you, so whatever you say and whatever you do is an example for him. I still think that that can be, I mean, a, a biblical example, because if you look at the Apostle Paul, he says, like, be followers of me, even as I am of Christ. Exactly. So, it, yeah, it's like, we I mean, need to is, be... It is still biblical. Yeah. That's I was I, just saying, like, that is the one exception to the yeah. not compare. Because it's not really comparing at all. It was just like a... Like a lead by example. Yeah, like, like, do the you, right thing. He is not going to copy what I do. He's not going to copy what his mom does. He doesn't copy what his dad... Like, it is, it is Lorenzo. That is his... That is his role model. Mm-hmm. He aspires to be Lorenzo. So... Yeah, that's you a just, good. You just got to know these things. It's hard for a three-year-old to get it. <laughs> I think that I think that um, helped, though, that situation he had. Yeah, he's going to keep that in mind the next time. He felt that one. <laughs> it was so sad. He comes crying. Lincoln told me to leave him alone. <laughs> well, that's all I got. Oh, um, me too. Got, oh, yeah. Well, do we say thank you? Thank, thank you. you. We thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting us at BibleWayMedia.org. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.